A reading from Luke 10, 30-37. In reply, Jesus said, A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho when he was attacked by robbers. They stripped him of his clothes, beat him, and went away, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down the same road, and when he saw the man, he passed by on the other side. So too a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he traveled, came where the man was. And when he saw him, he took pity on him. He went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. Then he put the man on his own donkey, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. The next day he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper. Look after him, he said, and when I return I will reimburse you for any extra expense you may have. Which of these three do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of robbers? The expert in the law replied, the one who had mercy on him. Jesus told him, go and do likewise. I love the last uh, sentence. There are two sentences here. You know, Jesus asks him, you know, which one was the one who was his neighbor? He says, the one who had mercy on him. This man, he's unwilling to even use the title to say the Samaritan. And I think even his response shows us the visceral attitude between Jews and Samaritans in the first century. Needless to say, there's no love lost between these two groups of people. And that's the surprise in the parable. Jesus, you know, he begins this parable by talking about these holy men, you know, a Levite who walks by, who you would expect maybe to get it right, but doesn't. And and I think his audience was expecting for Jesus to really present a Jewish layman that comes along and gets it right. To basically say, you know, the the Jews that are outside of the temple, outside of the priestly order, they're the ones that actually get this better. But the surprise in the text is that it's not a Jewish layman, that it's actually a Samaritan that gets it right. And I think the expression that could be used even for the title of this section of scripture, the Good Samaritan, this is actually an oxymoron in the Jewish mind. Because in their minds, there's no such thing as a good Samaritan. If I was to use it in modern terms, it would be like saying for us in the U.S., the good terrorist. And Jesus, he's using this parable to make a point. And that's what we've talked about, Eric, is that, you know, oftentimes these people that are the least likely to get it, even like yourself, Eric, they're the ones that God brings into his family and shows mercy to. What, what, what in his great speech uh, uh, before the, I believe it was the Lincoln Memorial, uh, Martin Luther King talked about this, this very thing. I think this might have even been behind it. He was, he was talking about uh, basically the human heart. He was not talking about skin color or any of the things that create so much enmity or seem to create so much enmity between people. But this separation into neighborhoods and tribes, uh, Jesus came to break that apart. Uh, mm-hmm. That he didn't want a, a tribal kind of uh, sort of the definition of neighbor, uh, because even in in that there's enmity that can grow up. But Martin Luther King, I think, nailed it because it it really was about the human heart. 
And so the showing mercy came naturally to the Samaritan who uh, was not considered a neighbor by the Jews, but considered an enemy. Uh, mm-hmm. There was just, it was a tribal uh, revulsion of, of who the Samaritans were. Uh, Jesus had gone through that part of the world in the fourth chapter of John and um, uh, had a colloquy with the, wo- the woman at the well. And so Jesus, uh, in his own ministry, uh, did not show this propensity to separate oneself out because of their identity. Mm. And I just think this is so telling. This this is a parable. And you have um, two kinds of people. And the most unlikely one with a right heart, a generosity Mm. of heart, who can have sympathy for somebody suffering and can actually sacrifice their own time and energy and money uh, to help save that person. In a funny kind of way, that's the Christian life. That's the Mm -hmm. life that Christ left for us to live for ourselves. Whenever that opportunity comes up, and I I think most of us are not really good at it. Uh, Mm -hmm. We want to generalize it. It's, It's sometimes when it's down to an individual, it can get very difficult. Uh, mm-hmm. But nevertheless, uh, I think that the fact that it's a Samaritan, uh, you know, it's, it's going to, you know, it makes everything seem upside down to the Jews who are listening to this. Uh, but mm-hmm. the, also the other thing that gets my attention, go and do likewise. Go and mm-hmm. do likewise. That's not works. That is actually, that is a total revolution within your heart. Mm-hmm where it's not about me, myself, and I, it's about the Lord God, Jesus Christ, and I transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit and the cross. Mm. Yeah, Eric, what you said reminds me, uh, his name is escaping me right now, but he says, you know, the line separating good and evil passes not through states or between classes or even between political parties but it splits right through the middle of every human heart. Amen.